With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Carolina Panthers are traveling out to Seattle here for this one. The Seattle Seahawks up minus five and a half in this game. 42 and a half over under. Not expecting a particularly exciting game. Uh, Chase, I will say this. Geno Smith, at least he had a bounce back performance last week. Terrible. Terrible Geno Smith. He's terrible. Journeyman <laughs> quarterback. Journeyman. I, I, I still think this first week of the season it's, showed it off one, right again. One one Dream game, Chris. One one game. Exactly. One, one game, Dan. One game. One game. Call him a journeyman or off of one game at the week one. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I didn't call him a journeyman off of one game. I called him a journeyman off of entire freaking career. That's how I call him off a journeyman. One game, he actually looked good this past week, and Detroit went full prevent defense to make that happen in the second half. So. Mm, Maybe hold your horses over there a little bit, but fine. You know what? Chris wants to jump in here and take Chase's spot. Chase, I'll give you the next one here. I got him at a quarterback 16. I ain't playing Geno Smith this week, buddy. Not against the Carolina Panthers, who, for two reasons. One, their defense is not bad, but two, I don't think the Seahawks have to do too much to win this game, so I think they want to just ride it out in the second half with Kenneth Walker, and as a result, you're going to have low volume, so I'm not playing him in that kind of a game script. Go ahead, Chris. You want to play your you little know, journey? Honestly, I think he's a mid-tier quarterback one this week because I agree with you. This, this, how this game sets up, Seattle should be able to win the game. They should be able to run the ball pretty effectively. This Carolina defense is not that good. It has two pass rushers. They have no Thompson in the secondary. No Thompson, I'm sorry, in the linebacker position anymore. They had no J.C. Horn in the secondary. So you're definitely going to attack them. I think Junior Smith has a good floor. This week, so he's not on a huge ceiling, but he's a guy you feel comfortable having in your lineup this week and not feel like you're going to lose out. And then that guy, even if you're chasing big points, um, maybe he's not a guy you can get to you. But I think, like I talked about two or earlier, getting you that 250 yards and two touchdowns, you could feel pretty comfortable as probably going to come for Gino this week. Yeah, I disagree. That's why I'm a QB 16. I have him actually below his player prop at 251 and a half yards this week as well. I just don't think the ball is going to be in his hands that much. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Kenneth Walker is obviously going to be an RB1, by the way hit his 62-and-a-half player prop rushing yards. He's still been the bell cow. He's going to go over that mark, uh, I believe, this week. Let me ask real quick on the Carolina point. Um, just to running the ball, like I know that everybody's looking at Kenneth Walker and seeing it's a great matchup. Most of the points scored against Carolina's defense has been touchdown scored, not necessarily giving up all kinds of rushing yards. So I was just curious to see, does that matter to you when it, to Kenneth Walker? Well, here, it's a simple math for me, Chris, because it's it's – 
Kenneth Walker gets at least four yards to carry. I believe he gets 16 carries in this game. That puts him over that mark. It's kind of like that simple for me. So like, so yes, I agree with you. The, the fantasy points and the reason why I have him ranked as, you know, a top 10 running back this week is because I expect him to get a touchdown or two. But when it comes to that player prop, the volume efficiency, not being a scary matchup, it just, it just lines up for me that way. So that's it, looks, it looks like a game where they pass early, they get up and then they run. Yeah, it, it seems like that kind of game. They won't have to throw to get Geno over his yardage total, but they will have enough time and enough carries to get, like you said, to get Kenneth over their rushing total. So, yeah, I can see that. But your point's well made, though, Chris, that it's it's not necessarily because it's a team that gives up a ton of rushing yards. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Chase, help me out with the, with the other running back, with Miles Sanders. Yeah. Uh, I'm way lower in ECR here. I got him, I shouldn't say way lower. Some is an RB2. I have an RB20. ECR's got an RB14. Like borderline pushing RB1 numbers here. And I don't get it because uh, Chuba Hubbard is seeing a significant enough workload to where I'm like, this thing's going to get a little ugly here. He's, in he's Carolina. seeing a significant enough workload, but it's not like he's costing Miles Sanders a ton of work. Miles Sanders is eighth in the league in rushing attempts, and he's tied for second among running backs and targets. They are still running this offense through Miles. A Sanders. lot of that was week one. A lot of that was week one. Like I'm last sure. last week, and this is my problem. Hubbard played well, overwhelming majority of third downs, and played almost all of except for five percent of the two minute drill snaps. That's yeah. something new. I two minute drill doesn't last all game. That's why it's the two minute drill, though. But that's where you get a lot of those cheap fantasy points. But, but yeah, he can get cheap fantasy points for two minutes at a, at a pop twice a game, but. I just they they run the rest of the time they run the offense through Miles Sanders. Their offensive line's terrible, but the volume is still there. I'm I'm lower on ECR, but I'm a little higher than you. I'm mean, I'm splitting you guys down the middle basically. I mean I've got him at 16. Like you said, he's a mid tier running back too because of that volume. Because even if Chuba Hubbard is sniping away some of the passing game work. I just I think that enough of the rest of the usage and, and the rest of the the other forty the other fifty four minutes of game time or whatever are going through Miles Sanders, so his volume is going to really mid tier. That's kind of the problem. Quick question: Because whether or not it's going through Miles Sanders or not, I think you know Miles Sanders is going to get his touches. I think we all agree. Man, yeah. he's getting about 14, 15 touches a game. That's going to probably happen. Correct. But the problem that we're seeing is this Carolina offense isn't doing squat. They're not scoring points. And while Sanders was getting the opportunity, I grew with Chase. I think he's got a safe floor. The ceiling is definitely lacking in my book because of that lack of touchdowns, and you're not seeing the points scored in this offense. So I have concerns overall, you know, what he could actually produce for you. I think he's a guy that you can have in your lineup safely, but a guy that I'm not necessarily excited about. But well, I guess no, I'm, yeah, I'm not thrilled about it, but yeah, it's why he's a running back too. It's why I'm not, yeah. But that's also why I'm laying out the ECR having an RB14. You're reflecting he should have some kind of ceiling upside here, and that's why I wanted to point out where I, we are not on the ECR side when it comes to reflecting that. No. And I guess I it's not so much for me this week. It's moving forward that I have some concerns when it comes to Sanders if Hubbard's volume continues to tick up from week one to week two the way that it did in certain situations. Sanders being a big part of the passing game is why I thought he would have a safe floor throughout the year. If that goes away... And then I start to worry about what his floor becomes. Side question real quick for Carolina. Are we concerned about Frank Reich continuing to call plays for Carolina, or is that you know going to be 
exited it at some point because they're really no. answering questions about yeah by concern do you mean concerned for carolina or concerned right. he's exactly. gonna lose it exactly i'm concerned, concerned for, for carolina but he's not like, losing that yeah, like, just yes just yes <laughs> that that. Guy, after yeah. watching the colts offense last year i'm concerned that frank frank will not have you know step down and realize yeah that i agree i don't think it. he's gonna step down and i he am did. concerned for the players because of <laughs> yeah 100 all right so you played dk metcalf played Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen actually is a borderline wide receiver four for me this week. Just there's nothing else going on, and they might have to move the ball at some point. I just I, I want to throw this out here. I, I I know I've been bashing on Jackson Smith and Jigba, but like you guys seen Mean Girls? Stop making fetch happen. Stop trying to make Jackson Smith and Jigba happen. ECR, I'm tired of this crap. They got him at wide receiver 43. Like, are you stupid? How moronic are you, people? I got him at wide receiver 60. He's only run 62% of the routes out there, and that was last week with Metcalf in and out of the freaking lineup. Uh, what do we like? He only plays 11 personnel. He's wide receiver 82 for the first two games. Not only is he not running a lot of those routes, Dan, but they're shallow as all hell. Yeah. He's having like two some yards a a route or something like that. I mean, it's ridiculous. Just running very shallow. Other compadres in the industry, stop trying to make this delusion that Jasmine and the Jig Bush should be considered a wide receiver four in your lineups each week. He's not. So stop it. That was just. They liked him coming in and he got 11 targets. That's. The entire argument. It's silly, <laughs> but that's the entire argument. It, it drives me up a wall. Let's get to our next.